0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Duro,
1: you gotta let it bump. Uh uh, uh like that, yeah. Come on, bring the chorus in. I everything I
0: everything. Yes, I anything. Anything.
1: anything for you Yeah, I do a bed lose the red busting. A-
0: Welcome back to The Drive. I'm your host, DJ Quest One. I have another special guest. I have an old friend of mine. Um, Her name is Shanna. She is an entrepreneur, a therapist. I'm definitely glad that she's on the show. You want to say hi? Hi,
1: everyone.
0: So tell us a little bit about yourself. Shanna, I know you're originally from New Orleans, but a little town by New Orleans, right?
1: Actually, I'm from Jefferson, which is like about a mile from New Orleans, but I have lived in New Orleans.
0: How do you like New Orleans?
1: Well, growing up near and around New Orleans, it was wonderful. There have been a lot of changes there, Mm -hmm. pre and post Katrina.
0: Yeah, that that affected a lot of people. So um, what made you move to Houston? How did that happen?
1: Well, that's going to be a long story. Let's see if I can kind of make that go short. Let's see. I moved here once with my son's father. Mm-hmm. Came back again, I think just to just for employment purposes. Mm-hmm. And the last time it was in 2006, post-Katrina, because this is where I had friends and family.
0: Mm. So it was affected. Did your, did your house get damaged when the Katrina happened?
1: Uh, it certainly did. I mean, you know, you could learn more about that in Hurricane Katrina, A Spiritual Journey, which is one of my first books that was published.
0: That's right. She's also an author. Forget about that.
1: And um, basically, my home was under 17 feet. It was 17 feet of water. And, um, yeah, so it was really devastating just to see. There was, like, no black or white when I got there. Everything was just gray because it was covered in mud and soot and everything. So, yeah. That was um, something else, a snake in my um, fireplace and everything. It was just crazy.
0: So everything, pictures, everything gone.
1: Furniture floated down the street, everything.
0: Oh, I couldn't even imagine how. I mean, Harvey was, you know, was pretty, pretty bad, but I'm sure it wasn't as bad as Katrina because Katrina was, you know, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I don't know if there's any comparison really. um, where I lived was a place called Violet, Louisiana, and mm. it was, it's closer to the mouth of the Gulf. However, mm. it's like a, all this farmland out there, and I'm still trying to figure out how 17 feet of water, I mean, I remember watching the video, I mean, how there was this water that just stood still as if it had nowhere to go, it was mind-boggling.
0: Yeah, and then it starts smelling after a while, Just <laughs> <'Cause> a, <little, laughs> a little, a little, little stank there. Um so when you came here, uh, you you worked on your degree? You went to college or you went to college over there in New Orleans?
1: Well, actually, uh, I received my bachelor's degree back. Well, I'm not going to age myself. I was about to uh, do that. <laughs> it's
0: okay. Myself. That's all right. There's never too late to go back to school. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I received my degree many, many years ago, my undergraduate degree from Southern University. Go Jags.
0: Okay. in New Orleans All right.
1: and after that I started teaching and I ended up working on a master's degree in education mm-hmm. uh, of which I started at Southeastern mm-hmm. uh, University in Louisiana and later on when I decided to get deep down and dirty with it ended up attending in person University of Phoenix there in Metairie, Louisiana and mm-hmm. it was really an awesome experience. However, later on, in while I was here in Houston, I mm-hmm. did attend.
0: You attended something.
1: That's
0: what there. happens when you go to school, school, school. <laughs> you can't forget where you where you go, huh? So uh, funny, where where but, did you
1: go? Yeah, but the last one was Lamar in Beaumont, and mm-hmm. that one was online, so.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah there you go and what what do you what do you have your you have a master's too i
1: have two masters to two agree.
0: masters how about that people two masters and you are a single mom as well doing that i mean that's you know that that speaks volumes as well doing that um and what do you have your master's in
1: well, the first one is education with a specialization in diverse learners. And that pretty much covers the gambit from gifted through all areas of special education. Mm-hmm. And the other one is, again, it's an education uh, school counseling. And then I have a specialization or add on in mental health. Okay. Mental health. So thus the LPC.
0: So did you. After you got that, you went straight into uh, education uh, teaching.
1: Actually, I started teaching when I was twenty-two or twenty-three, and it was on an accident. Actually, well, it was weird. So accident. Yeah, there was a school in my community where I grew up, Shrewsbury, and my mother had taught there. My grandmother had taught there. Her sister had taught there. My great uncle had taught there. Mm-hmm. Um, my great Aunt her son had taught there, and he was actually teaching there at that time. So everyone taught there. Everybody taught there, <laughs> and um, yeah. So my grandmother taught there when there was before there was uh, inclusion, like before you know everybody started going together. It was just all black kids in a room of sixty kids and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it, at any rate, so yeah, I decided that I wanted to work a job that was going to meet the needs of my child. So mm-hmm. so that kind of fit in with my life at the time. And your schedule. I ended up doing it for 19 years. Go figure.
0: 19 years. You know, we, we had spoke about a while back about reaching your goals and, you know, when you have the, the opportunity to say, screw it, I'm going to do it. Um. How do you, like for someone young listening, someone that wants to pursue their goals, should they have a plan B or should they just do it?
1: Well, you know, there are a lot of different schools of thought on this. I guess one of the biggest things I'd like to say is that certainly it takes failure in order to develop a character in person. And if a person doesn't fail, then they really don't have a story. And it's difficult for them to really communicate to someone who has had failure in their life to, you know, how to progress and how to keep going. Mm -hmm. So certainly there was a business my mother and I had put together and we were going to, we had just gotten a license from the state in Louisiana, Mm pre-Katrina. And I had an office, we had an office there right on South Causeway. And then Katrina happened. And then everybody was in different places. I was, I was in Missouri. My mother was here in Texas. We were all over the place and it was just too much happening to really come back at that time to try to focus on that so I mean there was money time and effort you know put into that business so yeah. I would call it a failure because we never really got it to launch because of Katrina right so you know I think that many of the failure experiences for me have, has really helped me to know that it's possible to get what you want but that you have to be persistent and keep knocking yeah you gotta keep knocking knock
0: the door down
1: no- so, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> kick, kick down the boat I, I wouldn't actually necessarily say it was a failure because it was a natural disaster you know so I mean let's say uh it didn't happen who knows where the business would have would have been if it would have taken off but you still you still took the risk and you still did it and some people are scared to do it you know some people have an idea I spoke to Connie who's also an entrepreneur on the previous episode and she said that she just some people can think about it for years and never pull the trigger, you know. And you did it, and I'm sure. And we're going to talk about your endeavors and other stuff. So um, after after you did the education, how did it come to you writing these books? And she she also has. We'll also uh, talk about where you can find her books. And also uh, she also has a podcast she's working on. Or you did have a podcast? Yeah, you do you still do. Um. How did it go with you writing these books um, and wh- what's what's the meaning behind these books? Danielle?
1: Okay, well, first of all, I, I really just want to let you make you guys laugh. So it, it started way back when, when I was in elementary school. And yeah. I mean, the craziest thing, I must have been like fourth grade. And you ask yourself, what is a fourth grader know about love? But I remember my first poem that was published in elementary school was Love is a Four-Letter Word. And mm-hmm. it was, yeah, so that was a thing. And so after that... I mean, I would just always, I would go sit in the bathroom on the floor and just write. I love writing poetry. I love making words, work together and, and creating something out of nothing. So, but anyway, um, ultimately, I mean, I would just always write. And I mean, I would start, start I don't know, plays and all kinds of stuff. But when it came to the book after Hurricane Katrina, a spiritual journey, 10 ways to be a great parent. So... Uh, A little more than a year ago, I had moved to Austin, Texas, and Mm -hmm. I was working at a particular elementary school, which was right across the street from a housing project. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, you know, from the Bible, it says, you know, God is no respecter of persons. And so when I see people, you know, I don't see titles. I don't see money. You know, a certain person makes zero. Somebody else makes a million bucks. I mean, people are people. Mm -hmm. And uh, I kind of... Started really meshing with the people and the kids. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, sometimes people in a housing project have an idea. Some people have the idea that, you know, this is all that I am. This is all that I have. And I really wanted, I wrote it as kind of a testament of hope for those people, really, because at the end of the day, just because you're somewhere for a moment, that does not define you. It's just a moment in time. And as it says in the Bible as well, you know, and this too shall pass. So ultimately, it's just 10 awesome things you can do with your kids Mm -hmm. to provide them positive opportunities in life with hopes that they will move on and do something greater and that they're not stuck in the mindset of, okay, this is all I have or this is who I am because this is where I am in the moment. Mm -hmm. And and, and in like, how long did it take
0: you, like, to actually get it all together? Like, a couple months, or was it, like, in years?
1: Thank you for asking that question. I, I love to write. And so at that time, I was living alone in Austin, so I had a lot of free time on my hands. So for me, a book can go anywhere from a month, month and a half to, mm-hmm. you know, to longer. Yeah. So just kind of. Depends. So, I think it was probably a a month or two, a couple of months maybe. So, you
0: just write, writing and writing.
1: I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, ultimately, I mean, when you think about it, I've been in education formally for 19 years, but I mean, I used to be a day camp director and I've, you know, worked with kids and people for a long time. And so, this is like something I could do with my eyes closed and my hands taped behind my back. I mean, it's just, I know this topic.
0: Know it. So, you you already know what you want it. He came out and published it, and and where can they find this book?
1: Uh, Ten ways to be a great parent uh, is found on Amazon in paperback, and also through Kindle on Amazon. How about that? And then that? there are other sites that have picked it up as well.
0: Yeah, so that's good. That's that's congratulations on that. And then you have other books too. Did you want to talk about those?
1: Well, my most recent book, which um, well, both of them have been selling pretty well. Ten uh, mm-hmm. ways to be a great parent, as well as ten ways to save and grow money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That one was something that came about just sometimes when I talk to people that are older than me, or even some that are younger than me, and I'm just thinking, you know, some things that they don't know, and I just think that some of the stuff I'm like, but I know this. Why shouldn't they know this? You know, I want people to know this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I've certainly seen people get to be 60, 70 and even 80 years old and not have money and not have, you know, barely be getting paycheck to
0: paycheck. That's
1: right. I mean, worse than paycheck to paycheck, you know. And so I'm like, well, if if people have this wisdom and understanding about some things from a basic level where people can start and begin to uh, have ways to save and grow money, that is really important that somebody like me put it out there. Because mm-hmm. I am just a regular person with, I was a regular person with a teacher job, which now I'm doing my therapy. Thank you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, like they had that freedom. But, you know, it's really cool to just be able to share with other people that are just like you, just regular everyday people. Hey guys, Every this is what gym. you do. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying right now, like if you have a 10 year old, get them that book, study it as a family, use it as a way to catapult yourself to the next level. I mean, ultimately, if we don't have anything, it's because we choose not to read. And I mean, hey, you can get it on Kindle and listen to it, however you want to do it. And it comes loaded with lots of good links that yeah. are um, definitely related to everything that you're reading in the book. And it's not just a good read. It's also a workbook. So workbook, oh, certainly it's a workbook. And so um, I would say get it today. You should buy it for friends, family, for birthdays and stuff like that. If you care about people and want to see them do well. Easter. Give them, give them, <laughs> Easter, Easter give, coming up. Give them that simple you know, leg up because sometimes people don't have, like my mom and dad really, they didn't know anything about money, just to be honest. So right. I had to be in my own search of what do you do with money? How do you save it? How do you grow it? Where do you put it? You know, what do you do with it when you save it, right? So, I mean, I, so, yes, yeah, so I'm just like you, you know, and I'm like, man, look, it's a way to get the grind. I'll make things happen, so.
0: Do you, do you think that some people uh, live beyond their means? You know, like, you know how some people would, would drive a escalate and they're on, you know, they don't make as much as they should, or they have a house that they can't afford? Well, you know. You know-
1: I think that everyone's self-concept is based upon a lot of different factors, Mm -hmm. so that's what we call it, I guess, kind of living beyond one's means. Mm -hmm. However, we have different value systems because of different things and how different things in life have affected us, and so Mm -hmm. I think that, and I I certainly have said things in the past to friends you know, about stuff like that, but as I've grown and I've learned Uh better, I, I just realized that we all... We are all who we, you know, where we come from and what Mm -hmm. we learn, whatever we invest back into ourselves to learn and grow. So I think that it's really important that 10 ways to save and grow money will change your life and also your focus and help you to be um, a better you in 2020.
0: There you go. There you go. So now um, moving, uh, changing the subject on you being a therapy. uh, So you were teaching, you were teaching last year. And then this year, uh, well, actually 2018, right? And in 2019, you said, I'm going to do my own thing with therapy. How'd that come
1: about? Well, this is something that, I mean, you know, sometimes people are like, man, that's crazy. I would tell you for a long time, like when I was in middle school, elementary school, I mean, I just remember friends always asking me, Shannon, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, how?" but anyway, so as as luck would have it, here I am with my idea about things. And so always helping people to solve problems and figure stuff out, Um, move forward in my life. I mean, I remember times being in place with strangers who did not know me and coming up to me and asking, telling me about, you know, my son did this, you know, I'm not sure what I should do. And I'm just looking like, like, I don't really know you, but um, <laughs> yeah. <so I> mean, <laughs> Who are you?
0: Why are you talking to
1: me? <laughs> but, I mean, really, I think it was like some kind of spiritual thing. Like, I think God was trying to bring me closer here, mm-hmm. but I kept kind of ignoring it because I had looked in the counseling program and I had right. even started like a PhD program. I think I got an A in a class and then I stopped. So yeah. it was, um, I just, I, I don't think that I was just ready to receive my calling. But um, yes, I did 18 years of teaching. And then one of those, the last year was as a school counselor. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, in my own private practice, I'm just, I'm just stoked. I mean, I love my clients. They are wonderful and Mm -hmm. they're global. They're all over the globe. And God knows that I'm so grateful to just for everyone. So do you
0: think you kind of stumbled across it or like?
1: No, it's something I've been doing all my life. With friends and other people, that's what I'm saying. I've been doing it, but I just had not taken the step, step to, to do the- get the licensure. Okay, right. okay. So, it's so- been
0: been there all along. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you yeah. go. And um, with that being said, uh, people, you said you you were gonna get your, your PhD.
1: I had started a PhD program, and I took one class. I think I got an A, if I recall correctly. And then, I don't know, just life happened, I guess. I mean, and I was, I don't know, maybe I was looking at the cost of, of education, you know, and I decided against it. But, yeah, so that's what happened. so, you know, one of the things really that I try to promote to kids and families is about not taking out all these student loans.
0: Yeah, it's it's hefty.
1: Yeah, stop taking out student loans for your apartment rent. Man, chill out off of that. If you don't get scholarships and you can't afford it, work part-time and go to school part-time. You you know what? Stop getting all this debt. It's unnecessary. It creates stress. Mm -hmm. I mean, people end up in a psych hospital, man. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to your kids.
0: Yeah. So will you go back and get your PhD at this point or maybe on the line or do you think
1: you know what right now I just feel so blessed uh, because I have my own schedule that I make
0: uh, Mm -hmm. and
1: I work at will and all my bills are paid I'm able to do above and beyond extra and I just feel really blessed about that and at the end of the day this is my gift back to the world and when my clients tell me thank you and, you know, that I'm a godsend yeah. to, to them and things like that, and mm-hmm. then I'm thanking them back in the same token, because if we if, if were not for you, then I couldn't be here. I couldn't be here helping you. And so when I help someone, then I am mm-hmm. elevated, you know. And so at the end of the day, we all have to just appreciate our blessings. And every client is a blessing. Every client is a blessing.
0: There you go. There you go. So what are your goals for 2020? Do you have any? Have you written them down or you just kinda you know, you kind of I know it's only the what the you have a day of January.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, today is my godchild's birthday. Shout out, Tracy Bella van in Louisiana, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, Shout out. Yeah, so I am I'm actually I will tell you that I am working on this manual.
0: And I'm sorry, I can't
1: tell you the topic, but I am working it's all right. on something. It's all right. I'm working on something. We're gonna
0: have you back on the show and once, once you
1: have
0: the <laughs> <laughs> once you have the topic we can we can share the topic. On yeah, the it
1: is. You know what? Right now when I see some of my clients, I'm just wanting to really help them to evolve mm-hmm. and keep families together and grow families. And mm-hmm. sometimes the things that we're dealing with it's beyond our level of understanding about where some of the issues even come from. It you know, it's such a historical factor as it relates to uh, marriages and families. But mm-hmm. really that's, you know, I just want in 2020, I just want to grow families and help families to maintain their stability. That is huge for every community. It doesn't matter, you know, which race or culture you're from, it's just mm-hmm. very important for humanity. That we maintain families and and love ourselves and love one another, that we stop the bullying, that we stop putting other people down, that we help each other. It's just, you know, it's it's just we have to, there has to be a mandate. I mean, if you work with kids, man, don't let one down the other. I mean, we got to work together and help to grow people into good, decent people. It doesn't mean we don't have flaws because there is no perfect. Perfect is, right. is just right. an ideal, and that's not true. There is mm-hmm. no perfect thing, a perfect perf- person, a perfect situation. There's a good situation. There's one that will well, well orchestrate it, but there is no perfect situation. So we just, you know, that's my goal right now is just to work with families and really help families to stay together and to make it to the next level together. That's, you know, work with kids, help them to be their best. Mm-hmm. And and not just stay stuck in that moment. We all have bad situations, bad scenarios, but it's not about what we do in that moment. It's what we look forward to doing and, and you know, pulling ourselves up our bootstraps and moving forward. We just can't stay stuck in that second, man. That second is what will get you down. And then you'll be stuck there forever.
0: Man, words of encouragement. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You put your boots on, you strap them on, and you just get up, you know, dust yourself off and, and you know, try again.
1: That's Keep moving
0: idea. forward because okay. there is a lot of different scenarios and stuff, you know, for all kinds of people, you know, um, people listening, you know, to be inspired, you know, if you're stuck on something or even ask questions sometimes.
1: And you have to do that research. You cannot just sit back and say, OK, I know this. So, I mean, you know, there, when yeah. I, I was just working with a client this morning in another country and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she was like needing some information. Because uh, I recently lost like 33 pounds on keto.
0: Yep, she's lost some weight.
1: Go ahead, keto. Uh, All right,
0: all right, kudos.
1: uh, (laughs) Ain't keeping it off, okay? So (coughs) I was sharing some information this morning, you know, with my client. I was like, and they were saying some things to me about, what wasn't working for keto, and I was like, mm. I said, what did you eat? What was this? What was that? I said, Mm-mm, no, you not, not doing, you're not doing it right. right. I the right stuff. You hold on. So yeah,
0: Well, what well, what is the keto? Is it is it just you just
1: eat meat and pork, or what is that? No, see, okay, that's where she was coming from. I ate a steak. <laughs> what? Like, keto is only twenty percent meat, man. Hold on, twenty percent protein. What are you doing? So uh, I gave I pulled up some really good sites for her. Uh, and then also encourage her youtube has some awesome real good video everything's about, on YouTube everything. it, you know everything yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so how to do makeup everything so um, yeah youtube definitely you get a lot of information about how to get into ketosis mm-hmm. and you have to follow that yeah you might get the keto food but you'll just just hold on and pat, get, get through it you can make it um, initially when I went on keto I was feeling like it was a challenge because there's like not enough foods, you know, to eat different types of foods. Right. And then I was like, Okay, Shanna, come on, you can do better than this. And so I found this cookbook. Okay, five and below, y'all. I was in five and below. Five
0: and below. Five I, like and below I like that place. I
1: like that place. Yeah, they had this book that was um like a one one stop shop just, you know, prep regular crock pot kind of meals and stuff. So Uh I made some great meals that way. And then there's like this site called Diet Doctor. It is the biz It is like awesome. Diet Doctor is like, where were you all my life? Where have you been? And Mm -hmm. they have, you can get like paleo recipes, keto. I mean, just vegetarian, great recipes that are awesome. And then I've always been a chocolate lover. So a little shout out there to chocolate covered Katie. Man, she's got some awesome keto chocolate recipes. Katie. Okay, man, Katie make me be glad that I'm on keto for real. Really? She so, is, she's so. Awesome.
0: What is your go-to um, plate that you cook for the keto? Like you say, this is this is it, right?
1: You know what? I let me tell you something. So I did some bad stuff this morning. I had some. Creamy shrimp tacos this morning, which is keto,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and that's the best. But also, you put cheese on it, didn't you? Well, actually, (laughs) the taco, the taco is actually made from cheese, so it's just Mm. cheese and cumin. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you talk about a meal that takes minutes to make. That was awesome, but also, let's see. My hamburgers, I think that those are really. I mean, if you could see a picture of one of my hamburgers, I think that. Oh, you is, show me it, a picture. Okay, yeah. Okay, tell me about that hamburger. What'd
0: you it looked see? good. It looked good. Uh, it, it was uh without bread, right?
1: Correct. <laughs> Hello.
0: <laughs> Excuse me if I sound funny, guys. I've been sick the last, the last three, four days, getting over a cold, and I haven't been sick. I haven't been sick since 2016. 17. I know. So, um yeah, the burger looks pretty good. Well and what, what do you have on the burger there? Well I don't
1: know if you have know, all my uh, goods, no I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know you got it from YouTube stop live.
1: No, no, no. This is Shanna original for real. So I mean I like to use dark mixed greens, you know? So um I love spinach. Just just and I and when fresh
0: spinach fresh or fresh spinach,
1: spinach, man. Fresh spinach, yeah.
0: Not the Popeye, not not the
1: Popeye spinach. <laughs> So, <laughs> Hercules. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. So it's just like a bed of greens, and then I had you know tomatoes and avocados and uh, bacon bits and maybe some cucumbers or what have you. And then the burger. Just, I mean, you. I mean, I, I can't even like. You have to see it. I mean, because when you see it, then you're like your mouth is watering. Because I look at it. There is this salsa. <laughs> Your mouth is watering, man. The <laughs> um, salsa that I use that I told you about, because you yeah. bought some, right? Yeah,
0: I have some. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: that was delicious. It's green salsa. bird. What is? Her? I
0: don't know. It's like H E R something. Her. Oh
1: my! That stuff is so. It's phenomenal.
0: a. It's a avocado salsa.
1: Yeah, and I bought that um, at H E B. So yeah, I got that, and then um, I put a little bit of that on on top, and then I have this.
0: Skinny girl dressing. Mm, skinny girl dressing. Okay,
1: how can you be a skinny girl
0: without skinny girl? <laughs> <laughs> you need it. You need
1: it. Yeah, so that skinny girl dressing, I mean, it's the
0: vibe. <coughs> there you go. Yeah. So do you think that the fast food industry, they they prey on you know people that you know that uh they pretty much gain weight and you know diabetes and. High blood pressure, cholesterol, eating the African, African-American and Hispanic, you know, predominantly it comes down to that. You think they, ha- they, ha- they have a lot to do with it? These fast food restaurants or these advertisements that you see on TV every 15 10 minutes?
1: I think that. Individuals make their own choices about what they're going to eat, how much they're going to eat. Yeah. And certainly you can. You know show me commercials all day long mm-hmm. and but you have to make a choice about yourself and your life for example my grandmother got what came down you know, with diabetes i guess she was it was after my great-grandmother died so that was like in 2000 she had come down with diabetes and she was like 70 something or whatever she was older so, yeah just all of a sudden bam her mom died diabetic and all the years she had been eating all the same stuff. And, you know, her mother never had diabetes, her, her dad never. Um. So, but my mother, on the other hand, mm-hmm. and her dad, they both have diabetes. And, again, just eating a similar diet. And so I'm just, you know, just praying and just hoping, you know, that, you know, just that my life is different. And so I do, I am mindful of, you know, what I'm eating, how mm-hmm. much I'm eating. I push back from the table. I choose when I cheat, because everybody has a cheat day or a cheat yeah, yeah, thing yeah. or something. Um, yeah, one day I had a cake.
0: You know, because I like, you know, like <laughs> I, you know, I used to eat, uh, my dad, he, he was a diabetic, I actually died from it. He loved Church's chicken, right?
1: But he had a choice, right?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I he, mean, we
1: hate to look at that.
0: But he would eat that, and then he would with Big Red. I mean, talk about carbs and sugar and all that stuff. You know, that was his go-to, uh, and every Sunday when I was growing up, we would eat that, and I, I just didn't want to eat it anymore. I was just like, Definitely. I don't want it no more. I don't want it no more. But then, like, every now and then, I kind of crave it a little bit, but I just can't eat it. It's Just too greasy, you know, it's too greasy. Or if I eat it, I'll, I'll do up I'll, I'll take the skin off and put lime on it, and eat it like that. I mean, it's still good chicken, but.
1: Well, I, I'm sorry about your dad, bad passing. Um, yeah. It, it, I'm just going to say, you know, that as I got older, I don't know, maybe mid-twenties or something, mm-hmm. I started just taking responsibility for my choices. And yes, I mean, I could blame it on all the fast food entities or what have you. But at the end of the day, it costs money. And so if you take mm-hmm. your money that you earn and you spend it there, I mean, it's what you want to do.
0: Whataburger, Wendy's, and uh, all
1: all the fast food McDonald's. joints. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to throw anybody in. Fun box. fact, you know, that I, I saw <laughs> I saw
0: a news clipping or actually a news article uh, a couple of days ago that there was a 79 cent cheeseburger from McDonald's back in 2000, and it was nothing wrong with it. It was still the same intact. I think there was a black ring in the bread. That was it. Like, what's in that meat? Is that even beef? You know, this makes, it makes you think what you put in your body.
1: Look, that's, look, that's not my line of work right there. <laughs> I will say, as it relates to mental health, I do talk to my clients about wellness overall. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people will be willing to go to the hospital for a heart arrhythmia, for a stroke, for kidney stones, but mm-hmm. sometimes they're not really taking mental health seriously. And if your mental health is not together, then nothing else really matters. Mm -hmm. If you can't think straight, if you cannot compose clear sentences and understand what somebody's sharing with you, you can't do those kinds of things, does the rest of your body even really matter? So I just really want to share with anyone out there right now that is having any mental health concern, you're feeling down, perhaps depressed, if you're feeling that you're not quite yourself. If you're having major ups and downs, if you're experiencing some form of psychosis, hearing things, seeing things that are not there, mm-hmm. you're not the only one. And I just say right now, go. please go get some help. If mm-hmm. you're feeling suicidal, please call the suicide hotline, go get some help. You know, it's, you are valuable. You're here on this earth for a reason. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you you take a lot from the world when you take yourself away and you don't give your best in in your life, you know?
0: Well said. And then you also hurt other people along the way that care about you.
1: Okay. And, yeah, all your greatness never gets to come forward. Come forward.
0: But yeah. the number
1: to the National Suicide Hotline uh-huh. is 1-800-273-8255. National Suicide Hotline, mm-hmm. 800-273-8255.
0: Thanks for that. I mean, and that's a serious issue, you know, suicide and depression, you know, especially in this nation. Uh, now they have social media, it's a, uh, it's a little different, you know. But, I mean, you definitely have to have, you have to be strong. You know, it's easier said than done. Right. If you're not strong, you know, it just depending on on that person. Yeah, yeah, well said. Well said. Um. So now we're gonna talk about uh movies for 2019 What well, what movies what are your top three movies that you like that you thought were pretty good?
1: well there were a lot of good movies out there um probably all the animated ones that i saw with my granddaughter what about joker toy story four
0: did you see joker
1: i did see joker you don't
0: think that's top three you know the men- mental illness there that's one that's
1: that, you know what, that movie just, it, to be honest, it moved my heart, and it all made sense to me,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I want to say that that's a reality of some people, the looking at, you know, a person living behind a mask, and that's what happens often when people recognize that they're not like everyone else per se, mm-hmm. they will try to hide behind a mask or try to pretend that whatever they're experiencing is not going on. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that it's not happening. So it's, it's just so urgent that you meet, you, you just do everything that you can to get help. I do want to say that um, mm-hmm. I believe, I'm not sure if it's for this whole month, but betterhealth.com is offering one month free of mental health support. One okay. month free for right now uh, mental health support. Betterhelp.com. So Betterhelp.com. And so you can contact them, message them, email them, and tell them that Shanna Trahan told you that you can access their therapy support for one month for free.
0: For free, y'all.
1: For free. You know, let, let, let me help you talk you off the ledge or whatever, guys. Let's get it together in 2020.
0: She's speaking like a therapist. is in session here. <laughs> There's no, uh, hey, hey you, you love what you do, you love what you do, you don't work another day. Um, We're going to close this out. Uh, any shout outs, any people you want to thank, you know, any else that you want to say? For
1: sure. I want to thank you today. You've been an awesome host, and I appreciate being your guest. appreciate being here Thanks. in your presence because you're pretty cool. We're
0: going to have to do it in part two.
1: Part two ma'am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So. We that. don't want you disappearing. We don't want you losing another 10 pounds, okay?
1: And then <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking you know, you know, I do have a goal weight, so we're okay because I don't want my size six to slide like, too much. But size two. No, no, no. Two, two I have to go check myself in the own. Um I would say uh somewhere between a four and a six is an excellent place for me. It's always been an excellent place. Yeah. Um, someone told me the other day, so well, I'm always thinking about what other, you know, how other people look. I said, Hey, comparing yourself to other people Be yourself. you know that's right you know your personal best Uh you know when you felt like you felt the best in your own body so that's something to consider but another shout out I want to give Mm -hmm. to one of my favorite instructors back at Southern University Dr. Gillon Leary she was a psych department chair and I loved her to death she was awesome and she's uh, been one of my female motivators and last but not least Mm -hmm. um I guess my two favorite, I sound like a kid when I say this. So mm-hmm. I was like really in love with Beyonce. I mean, I just have loved her for a long time from Destiny's Child. So
0: you're a beehive fan? You're a beehive?
1: I, I just, I really I think she's really talented. I mean, I just, I do. I love her. Okay. And so the weird the weird thing was like, I was loving Jay-Z. Like, so before they ever it became a thing, it was crazy because I mean, a lot of concerts I will not pay to go to, but I paid to go to Beyonce concert. I paid to go to Jay-Z concert. But anyway, so, yeah, so when they got together, I was like, oh, my God, that's like the ultimate couple. And so, yeah, so when you came to my house and you were like, oh, is that Jay-Z up there? She has Jay-Z family. on her wall.
0: <laughs> she says, that's family. I was like, would well, you need to do a picture up there? Because that's like 96 right there, 98.
1: <laughs> I, look, I just, you know, Jay Z is a part of my family. Don't you know? Okay. Don't hate or whatever. Okay. But, um
0: Still, still not solidly but but you Just know. <laughs> so let me tell you something.
1: You know what? Um, artists are here for a reason. You know, and they're mm-hmm. they're like their own kind of they're like therapists in a sense. You know, they're here to entertain and to help people to feel good, to feel better, uh, to be motivated, and so. Uh, for Jay Z, back to Tupac, definitely uh, Beyonce, you know, definitely people, Michael Jackson, you William know, Jackson. definitely motivated me to be better, to, to try Music. to do more, to expand my mind, to never give up. And mm-hmm. I mean, the hug. Reach for your real. dreams. Reach That's for right. You got to get it.
0: I will say this, I will, I will say this, Shana. Uh, Jay Z performed better because I saw both of them. I saw Jay Z in. Uh, the, and back in 2012 uh, or 13, the one with the, um, not the 444 album, the album before that one, he performed for like two hours. He did good. And or hour and a half. But Nas, when I saw him here at the Smart Financial, he performed for 40
1: minutes and left. Yeah, I was just like disappointed. But you know what? That's why, Jay, <laughs> that's why Jay's got the cash, okay? You can't just dip in and leave. You cannot just dip in and leave.
0: Man, I didn't like that. I'm a big Nas fan. I'm like, come on, Nas. He has, like, tons of albums he could have done. You know, tons of songs. But, you know,
1: well, let me not, let me not. I'm not, <laughs> doing, so I'm not throwing shade over there on Nas. But, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, yeah. there's contracts. And there's certain, you know, things that go into those contracts. So people perform based upon whatever the contract. Probably,
0: because are. he was opening so. for Lauren Hill. So probably that's why.
1: Okay, my girl, what? <laughs> so, yeah. So, so it's very important that we... You know, do our best to refrain from judgment and try to understand. Got it. Seek me first to
0: understand. All right. Well said. I want to thank Shana for uh, being here. We'll do a a part two. Thanks for listening, y'all. Speak to y'all soon here on The Drive.